Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast reminds you it's hip to be square. Cowabunga, dudes. We're back to talk those radical reptiles once more with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem on Normies Like Us. Let's go. Yo. Where have you been? I've been freaking out. Remember, let any human see. Why? Humans are the demon scum of the earth. Avoid them. Don't say hi. They lust to murder that which is different from them. To interact with them is to die. And hey, I know that's objectively prejudiced, but that's what dad taught us. You heard it up top. We are talking about those titanic teenage troublemaking turtles. That's right. We're talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles once again, this time a little mutant mayhem. Your hosts, um... Colin Angelo. All right. Well, I figured the low hanging pizza would have been Michelangelo, but I guess I'll just be <laughs> oh, Nardo. I'll just be Nardo. <laughs> and this is yeah, Mike, Jake, Mike Jake Nardo. Nardo. That makes sense. But I was going to be <laughs> yeah. Jake and Nardo. Dang. Oh, okay. Now well, you're Jake of FIA. I'll be Michelangelo. I'll be Michelangelo. is your last mm. name. Yes. Yeah. Michelangelo. Yeah. Um, there we so go. So we Don Atello. Would that be his? Yeah, yeah. A uh, little light spoiler for some dialogue yeah. jokes in the new Ninja Turtles movie. Uh, as you know, last week we went into darkness, but this week we're coming out of our shelves uh, to talk about this uh, latest mm. animated offering of the Turtle Universe. Uh, I've been sitting on heroes in a half day. shell. Uh huh. That's right. Say. Turtle power uh, serving up a little slice of mm-hmm. uh, teenage life, as it were, in this film. But uh, before we get into it, we'll be right. full spoilers. Let's catch up the listeners on a little bit of our history with the turtles, both on the podcast and privately. I mean, Colin, uh, we have done a Ninja Turtles episode before Jacob was a regular host with Joe, and that mm. was our thirteenth episode way back in two thousand eight. Uh, other than that, Jesus. I remember this. Wow, yeah, it's been a while. So, uh, but I've been remember listening to my that. whole life. Yep. And uh, that's wild. The last time we mentioned it really was maybe Rise of the Team and T on a Whatcha a while yep. back. So but that's right. That's right. A big uh, recommendation from you on that Whatcha. Um, Absolutely. Turtles are nostalgia, Mike. Turtles are nostalgia. We're let's let's talk. What is our history with them right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> well, for me, I mean, I'm not as big of a Turtles fan as you, Colin and Joe. You know, as long as I've known you guys, you were all about turtles, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. So Ninja turtles, and specifically. Uh, <laughs> oh, and just owning, breeding, yeah, doing everything. Yeah, with turtles. you know, breeding. Uh, yeah, I would say I like Ninja Turtles. We we definitely dressed up as Ninja Turtles for Halloween characters one That's time, right. Jacob, uh, if you recall mm-hmm. that, the best. I, do. um, I don't know. I, I've always loved them. Always played that game, of course, the greatest Super Nintendo game of all time, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in time. They got a great video game right now. They've got really cool comics going on that I don't really read, but, uh, you know, I'm always happy about Turtles. But Mike, Super Turtle fan as well. Yeah, big Turtle fan. I played, played, I cosplayed Donatello, you know, five years in a row as a kid. Um, wow. I was oh very stoked to have a broomstick with purple tape on it. I was like, gee, this is like the real thing. Um, but yeah, big Turtle fan my whole life. Uh, I've seen almost every piece of Turtle media, like even the like Broadway musical where they're like wow. singing and playing guitars. It's really bad. What? Yeah. Oh, of course. I've seen of course, the yes. video of it, but you know, I've seen m- most every series. I haven't finished the two thousands one with, they have white pupils like Batman. It's a little more serious. Yeah. I've read some comics and I've seen a couple episodes of the Venus like show that was canceled quickly, but yeah, I, I love obviously the turtles, so. 
You love the Michael Bay movies. Oh, uh, yeah. I forgot. Those sure, as we all do. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, maybe for I will me, have a ranking of uh, Turtles after this episode. Yeah, you should. Mm-hmm. For me, I think this is maybe why I'm not like I like the Turtles, but I'm not a huge super fan of them because I was more of a Power Rangers kid growing up. Mm-hmm. And I dressed up yeah. as a Power Ranger for like five years in a row for Halloween. So, nice. but I was a fan of the cartoon. Um, but I don't have like a nostalgic attachment to the movies as much as a lot of people do. Really? Wow. Even though I like the movies. I didn't really watch them as a kid. I didn't watch them until like I was maybe a teenager in college even. So, uh, I don't wow. have that connection to it. Yeah. Uh, God, those new like line movies. I, I think that first one is maybe the greatest comic book quote unquote movie of all time. It's mm. very, very good. And for a long time, it was the most profitable independent film because nobody wanted to fund or distribute it. So, they just kind of made it. Uh, shout out to the Henson Corp- Corporation who's turtle animatronics would lead on to do the dinosaurs tv show i know a lot of things about i like turtles um, incredible <laughs> i like turtles yeah, yeah. exactly who doesn't um you see they got a kid for the yes. uh the marketing of this movie you know that kid's like probably in his 20s returns. now but yeah that's right yeah. still likes turtles and uh, i just wanted to shout out uh former host friend of the show joe who hooked wow, up wow. some uh neca ninja turtles this turtles in time Turtles in Time. He's going to sit back here for the viewers on YouTube. What? Uh, Donatello is my favorite turtle. What about you guys, though? Colin, what was your favorite mm. turtle? Great well, and in, in if our listeners were cool and went to our YouTube page, uh, Normies Like Us on YouTube, they would see some pretty cool lighting and stuff and that toy you just put out and and how turtly you're looking right now, Mike. So, I do love that Donatello shout out. That's right. Thank you. Um I, I think my boy was always Mikey. You know, you're just a kid and you just like the guy who laughs. I don't know, right? Mikey's the, great. Talks about pizza the most. And I was into that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. me, this might be predictable for me if you know me. Uh, I like the color red. Mm-hmm. I like the <laughs> aggressive fighter guy a lot. Sure. So, Raph was my guy. Just like nice. I was a Red Power Rangers fan. Uh, mm. Yeah, I was a Raph guy, but even though now I kind of lean more towards Michelangelo because I am, gotcha. I do like sure. a more comic relief guy. I, I think I like Psy more. versus uh, Nunchuck. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah. right. Love the I think there's an interesting theory before we get into this new movie here because these are the traditional turtles. Mm. Rise was very different. That it's like. Um, Raphael is the most aggressive, so he got a sigh, which is a defensive weapon. It's used to capture swords and stuff. It's mm. like a defending weapon. So, it tapers right. his aggression. Michelangelo is really unpredictable, so he needs a weapon that can hurt him if he's not careful and considered in his actions. And okay. uh, Donatello is so smart, he needs to learn how to use a stick tactically. Right. And then Leonardo needs to learn how to have a blade but only cut when necessary as a leader right so wow i there you go I like that very deep that's really beautiful that's think great about turtles too much so <laughs> turtle power not my theory just parroting it uh but so yeah we like theory. the turtles i think um there's also a lot of other mutants that are going to be causing some mayhem so maybe without further ado it's time to hop into the sewers grab a slice grab your skateboard cowabunga dudes we're going ninja turtles mutant mayhem right after this We're back surfing the sewers here on Normies Like Us, talking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. As we promised, we're going to be talking a lot of mutants right now. We're going to be talking a lot of spoilers, uh, and we're going to be talking about this newly released movie. 
Yeah. That's right. Um, we got Seth Rogen uh, bringing back the turtles, you know, and there's a big uh, inspiration from Spider-Verse on this, but um, mm. yes, there's also, I just, just really quickly, yeah, and I want to mention, you know, this is the first time I think a lot of people know what makes this unique. We get a little bit of a reboot of the lore. It's a different take on, we're into the Turtleverse, I guess. It's a, kind of a new separate universe, but it's sticking to the traditional Turtle names, weaponry, iconography with some minor changes. But the biggest thing is that we have actual teenagers voicing the turtles yes. for the first time. And they're actually in teen settings and predicaments, which is uh, nice. So, I want to shout out some of this extensive voice cast real quick and also some of the mutant cast members because this is a really big cast. So, let's just get that out of the way. Uh, Donatello is Micah Abbey. Michelangelo is Shaman Brown Jr. Nicholas Cantu is Leonardo. Brady Noon is Raphael. They do a great job. Also, shout out to my girl from the bear, Aya Edabiri. Uh, the bear. As the bear. Hey, and, the and bear. real quick, Brady Noon, who uh, is pretty much the only kid who was kind of a working, quote unquote, actor uh, for this movie as a teenager, mm-hmm. uh, appeared in uh, Mighty Ducks Game Changers, which we did cover on That's this podcast as him. we did watch it with special guest Cole. So, important to shout out. We have seen, we have talked about this kid before. And we've certainly seen on. the second season. <laughs> That I don't remember a single yeah. thing from that you, show. Like, like, other than it, it you, stars more like If Gilmore. I said, Jacob, what was your opinion on that? Could you summon any? Loved it. No. Yeah. yeah. No. It's great. <laughs> no. The state of hockey media. And there's, there's a lack of hockey media in this movie, which would be appropriate for Turtles, <laughs> given a certain character who's not here. But yeah. He's, he's great. Uh, he's a great ref, guys. He's very Yeah, but cool. he's a great ref. But he could have been a Casey Jones, is what I'm saying, because he knows how to play hockey. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got that. That's true. Yeah, I got that reference of uh, you know casting actual teens to play the teenaged mutant ninja turtles. And I also mm-hmm. was reading that they the way they recorded these these uh, voice actors. You know, a lot of times in animation, you just go into the booth solo and you do all your lines alone. In this movie, apparently they recorded a lot in groups. So a lot of so all the turtle stuff like they record with all four of them together at the same time and that you can really feel their like rapport and chemistry together and i think that really works in this film but uh, yeah yeah what were you saying you were saying the uh, cast love that yeah well, i think just there's a couple other notables we can mention as their characters come up but definitely uh, jackie chan is splinter i think he is uh, pretty oh. damn good in this uh like he did he had like one line in kung fu panda and they put it all he's he's jackie chan as this character right. pretty much does nothing but splinter really steals a lot of the scenes he's in uh, it's, he's really good in this. yes so. yeah um and then other voice actors will mention kind of as they pop up but uh, a lot of uh stars in here but yeah the, so that's our main cast. We're doing a retread of the origins. Um, and I guess we kick it off from there, right? Yeah, it's um, let's dial back to say you, mm-hmm. you, you mentioned real quick the sort of into the Spider-Verse influence of it all. Yeah, it has a very unique art style. This is a Paramount film. It's a Nickelodeon film primarily because, of course, Nickelodeon owns the rights to TMNT. Uh, from Peter Laird and Kevin Eastman, the original creators. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, um, you know, Paramount needs some hits. Their talk of like a sequel, you know, this is so far doing well. And they also rumored like, hey, maybe we'll do an animated spinoff that'll take place in between the movies. No. So, you know, there's some irons in the fire. But I think overall reception to this has been pretty positive. Um, and uh, yeah. talking about the art style. So, obviously, inspired by Spider-Verse. Uh, the director of this movie, Jeff Rowe, 
also oh, yes. was the director of Mitchell versus the Mitchells versus the Machines, which also has a similar art style. Uh, yes. So you could say it's inspired by that movie as well. And I think it's it's a lot like Spider-Verse, but also different in its own way, where Spider-Verse was sort of replicating what a comic book would look like in a movie mm-hmm. form. Yes. This is almost like a sketch kind of quality to it, right? Yeah. Mitchell's versus Machines was produced by Lord Miller. Lord mm-hmm. Miller, of course, were the writers of the Spider-Verse films. Jeff Rowe, you can see sort of taking their style merging with the Evan Goldberg, Seth Rogen, a uh, gray point style, right? The, the sort of irreverentness. And like you said, the sort of live wireness of the teenage kids. Uh, yeah. And it's a hell of a fucking combo. And then of course the weird, ugly art style on top of it too. It's, yeah. it's very unique. Even the humans are hideous looking like it's I love pretty the wild. Yeah. yeah. Like they're all just kind of weird looking. It's um, like we took the concept. It reminds me a lot of Hey Arnold. And- yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, and we get a reference to Hey Arnold too, Nickelodeon. Right? <laughs> yes, yes. And Hey Arnold lived in New York, New York, he? and um, was about a live living cast of oddball characters, and had like weird, stretched weird out cartoon, shapes. realistic people. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It yeah. just felt very, very like that. Totally. Yeah, it's like a kid's sketchbook or something, like a teenager's yeah. sketchbook. Right. Very cool. Um, and it it kind of stays in that style. It is kind of doing. It feels like the the twos thing where it'll be more snappy until there's action like it feels like choppier yeah um which spider-verse would do unless he was swinging to show you know his mastery of his powers etc this does a little bit of that cool um but it is its own thing stylistically which i appreciate it's not ripping it off but no definitely it's more of a thing than like puss in boots like it's like definitely yeah yeah well but puss in boots having a similar sort of these overlaid style that people do with sort of like mixing 2d and 3d and the the way that they're doing art now it really is just impressive that people now are like oh oh wait why aren't we all fucking doing this every studio should have this sort of like experimental adult you know you just think back you know god bless we did a super mario episode where we're very kind of harsh on that and Mm. and, um i i've maybe softened on a little i i did somehow watch it again and actually kind of liked it a bit but when you watch that you're like boy wouldn't it be interesting if like there was any story or anything to this and uh, you just gotta love that these other studios are doing an interesting artistic take and very adult stories as well which i think this falls into as well yeah yeah to bring up Spider-Man a little bit, there is a lot of theming of like, you know, teen angst and like, oh, I want to fit in even though I'm different or you're feeling separated from the general group. They're turtles. They want to be a part of the human world. They want to be normal teenagers. Yes. Like, we don't see that there's a lot drama of- in any other type of turtle media, really. There's a lot of conservative sheltering of children, you know, away from like what could be considered like danger uh, uh, that mm-hmm. I felt was very relevant to today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, some of the themes I really like. Go ahead, Jacob. And uh, yeah, like because they've been raised away from humans their whole life, and you know, told by Splinter that humans are bad and stuff. So they obviously, you know, all, all they want to do is go to high school and be a normal kid and do normal high school kid stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just want to say about the art style. Like, I'm glad this trend is kind of catching on in the animation Same. world. Totally. And uh, you know, because for a long time, you know, CG animation was just so dominant and it was just the pixar like pixar movies look great but it was kind of becoming like everyone wanted to be like pixar dreamworks now you see all these different styles coming out in these movies and i just i think that's really exciting for the future of animation i i agree i think it's we're having kind of a resurgence of 
you know, stylistic, you know, especially Western animation, it's been kind of stagnant, you know, and now yeah. we're getting that going. And I, I feel the same way right. about sometimes video game art, you know, just as a small tangent, like mm. I wish we didn't have to only do photorealistic, like have a style, like yeah, something totally, like a Wind totally. Waker or cell shaded games for like back in the day, like have a style. It doesn't all need to be photorealistic. Yeah. And that's what's um, so great about Cuphead animation. Comes around, Mike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, oh. And animation yeah. as a medium, you can do so much with it. It doesn't just have to be photorealistic. And like this movie, obviously, it's not photorealistic. Like people look weird. Everyone looks kind of weird and off. But like that's what animation is so great. It doesn't doesn't have to just be, you know, normal looking. So I love to see it. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely great. And so that's kind of the backdrop. Another thing, too, is basically this entire film is taking place at night because we're very much in the perspective of the Ninja Turtles and they can only come out at nighttime. It's a very specific moment when that changes. Yes. This whole movie, the atmosphere of New York with a sketch pad, it's like it's gritty. It's like its own take of New York that feels distinct uh, and appropriate for the Turtles while not being at all what you know, Spider-Verse did. So, I like this version of New York. It's perfect for the Turtles. Mm. You know, they've always been a New York uh, crime-fighting team. I love that. So, that's cool. I I will say this is where I'll make my sad point. Uh, I don't know if you guys had uh, experiences seeing this film. I saw it in Tennessee visiting my mother. I saw it uh, with my mother and with my brother. We saw it at a local chain um, called Hall Cinema. It had a number next to it. I won't tell you what that is because I don't want uh, anybody to kill my mother, please. Um, (laughs) Hall Cinema. It it was clearly like a bowling alley that had been converted into a movie theater, which was very interesting. And you would buy your ticket and they'd tell you very clearly where to go into because you could only sort of get into the rooms, you know, where you were seeing your movie. Um, And the bulb for the digital projector was so burnt out that the entire uh, viewing experience was almost pitch black, that I could barely see the image. And especially when they were in the sewer, if they weren't using their cell phones to illuminate themselves, you almost could not see the image. That said, I still had an amazing time. I loved this movie, and that (laughs) kind of is the power and triumph over it. But it it is an extremely dark-looking film, Mike. Mm -hmm. Uh, you, You hear... Uh, a lot of like directors rallying like Paul Thomas Anderson's a, a big person on this who are like the upkeep of theaters is not something uh, theater chains pay for anymore. So it is an unfortunate right. uh, occurrence that this could uh, if normies don't know about that. Yeah, that yeah. does suck. Yeah. If only these executives could maybe put money into things outside of themselves that would. No, can't do that. No, no, no. But this, no, is, no, no. Uh, you know. Uh, it's a studio made thing wow look at you go creatives like damn okay we got a good one we got a good one out of them so that's great Um, yeah yeah and i uh, also liked uh just on the art style really quick the the like i said the character models are great and the turtles specifically a lot of times the turtles are depicted they all look the same basically except different color masks Mm -hmm. but i like that each of them kind of has their own personality to their look and like they have different like body sizes and stuff where Raph is yes. like, bigger and Mikey's yes. like a skinny guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I really yeah. like that aspect of it as biggest, well. Biggest head. Yeah. He makes that joke about the watermelon. Yep. Yeah. And we get that's a little bit of a rise thing too. Like that's where we've had really different mm. physical silhouettes for the turtles. And right. Then, that's two, true. Yeah. In 2000, um, the 2012 I think Nickelodeon series has like a little bit of variation, like, you know, Donnie's got a gap tooth and they're starting to do it. But I like how clear it is in this version, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. 
but we do see them you know they're they're out on a mission you know leonardo's doing the batman voice like he's a tough guy we kind of get a recreation of the animated series opening you know yes the roof which was very cool they have the white um, eyes yeah which is yeah you know, classic uh kind of their original look um and originally, they all had red bandanas, like according to the comics creators. Like the cartoon introduces right. our mm-hmm. colored bandanas, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they uh, they kind of bust out into a joke, and we learn we see them teening around. They have to go get groceries by sneaking into the bodega using stealth and bring stuff back. They end up watching a movie. They see Ferris Bueller. You know, they want to be where the people are. They're they're having a little mermaid moment. Uh, um, they want to be a part of that world. You know, maybe one day <laughs> we'll be popular like hey. Ferris Bueller, and everyone will cheer for us. So they have this kind right. of desire to make a name for themselves so that people will be like oh they're so cool and popular and um i guess the vehicle for that is 15 years earlier we see baxter stockman famous turtle scientist uh voiced by yes. john carlo esposito um, right. Love it. he's trying to he's trying to make a bunch of mutants in a secret lab uh tcri is a company <laughs> trying to get his lab he has a bunch of mutant plans and, and schematics and baby animals and the mutagen and they bust in basically he has a throw stuff down the drain and kind of ditch stuff and long story short, you know, some mutants are created in hiding and one of the tubes is in the sewer and that created the turtles and uh, Splinter. But in this universe, it is only animals turning into mutant humanoid creatures. Uh, whereas in the cartoon, right. Splinter is a human who turned into a rat. This is uh, only animals. I guess that's turning. true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but in the um, movies, he's a rat who just turns into a, a big dude. So, that makes more sense, yeah. I think. But, mm-hmm. sure. uh, and his number one pet, his number one baby is mm-hmm. Superfly, right? He's a little Superfly. fly. That's, so, maybe we'll see him later. Voiced by Ice Cube. And, mm. and so, Baxter Stockman's thing is he never got along with people. You know, he never got people. But he always under- no. understood animals. So, he wanted to create a family for himself of humanoid animal friends. Because he loved animals so much, he wanted to have a family with his animals. And uh, Superfly was his, his favorite son. Uh, and so, 15 years Ish. later... Uh, that's kind of now a crime spree happening. There's some villain named Superfly. We don't know if it's a mutant. Interesting. But calling themselves Superfly is stealing a bunch of tech. Um, and the turtles think, well, if we can thwart that guy and do it on the news, then we'll be famous and everybody will love us because we did this cool thing and everybody will see it and think we're so cool. And that's kind of where we begin our journey of them trying to yes. do heroic things against the splinters uh advisement he really well yes i was i was gonna say mike they're they're gonna need some help to get to that but first they need to overcome these hurdles which is that their father is so overprotective mm-hmm. and i just think jackie chan is so fucking good in this and he's yeah. so funny in these parts we're getting our first setups of the milking stuff he's oh, yeah. so worried that if humans catch these kids they will be milked uh, his delivery kill. is impeccable. Once hey, he he is someone who I believe we are can he is canceled. It's always my well, question, like I had with Shia, where I never know what's going on. But I say, yeah. like, it's to me in the past, he was so important. <laughs> I, I I don't know. That's the I thing, guess right? It's wrong. Yeah, yeah. I I liked him in this movie, but it is kind of hard to separate knowing certain things about him as a person. Okay, I don't think he's can like fully canceled, but there are things that like maybe he's not so great, like. And he, he's playing a dad in this movie, but, you know, apparently he's not so great of a dad in real life. So, it's kind of hard to okay. separate that in my mind. Well, his but, character um, is yes. kind of a model, apparently. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't done anything he's a very uh, illegal or anything like that that I know of, but just uh, okay. certain opinions that he might have and uh, 
that kind of thing. So I'm, I'm really glad everybody voices their political opinions publicly <laughs> at all times. You know, I'm, I'm glad we live yeah, in that world. Yeah. Um, but his yeah. performance in this is good. And I like some of the changing of the lore where he like, you know, he was ostracized too. Like, what do humans hate the most? Well, yeah. a, a rat, you know, he didn't make sense. In, right? All right. We'll go yeah. up there. We'll, we'll try it out. They get fucking punked. They go back down. He says, mm-hmm. you know what we need to do? Protect ourselves. Plug the VCR in. And I love Let's watch this. some Jackie Chan movies. Yeah. yeah. They should have shown previous. Oh, go ahead. No, it's great. Okay. You go. Well, they did show a uh, scene yeah. from Return of Legend of Drunken Master. They showed mm. a clip of uh, that Jackie Chan movie, but various DIY home uh, self-defense programs and kung fu movies. And, and I like that, too. It, it gives me like Wu-Tang vibes of like, you know, this kind of kung fu New York totally. thing happening. Um, and in other versions, you know, like if Splinter was the rat, he was like practicing ninja moves in the cave yeah. next to his master right and it's like i kind of like yeah. they just watched a bunch of tapes i uh, love that too yeah, yeah. they learn you know yeah they watch on tapes watch youtube and stuff and mm-hmm. splinter you know he's not master splinter really in this movie he's just a rat that turned humanoid that's mm-hmm. afraid of humans because you know as a rat people treated him like him. people treat rats yeah yep uh and uh, yeah, so it, it all makes a lot of sense, uh, the backstory in this movie. So he's like, yeah, he's so Total protective. Right. You must know how to protect yourself. It's like if Laurie Strode raised you, like, you know, right. yeah, yes. you, got it. you need to know how to have a gun. Michael Myers is out there. It's bad. You're not going outside. Right. It's like this helicopter parenting that he's doing. And they're teens and they're yes. rebellious and they want to get out there. So there's a little bit of yeah. friction with that relationship. Come on, dad, you know. Um, there's yeah, some there. great uh, personality being reflected when you're getting like Leonardo sort of just being like turning them in and everybody oh, being yeah. like, you know, you're sort of like a kiss ass and stuff. Yeah, don't like rat that. us out. And, and he says, don't I'm, use that word. Yeah. Hey, hey, <laughs> That's I, I'm just yeah. feeling that the cast is very diverse and I am liking that they feel like individual four cool characters. They really do. The personalities are very distinct and separate. And it, like Jacob said earlier, the way they banter back and forth and like kind of talk over yes. each other, it really feels like brothers, you know, and like, teams. yeah, it's great. Totally. I think that dynamic really makes this movie what it is. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So they want to, you know, they want to become heroes so that people like them. The first time they go out to do this, right? Who do they run into? April O'Neil. April right? O'Neil. This oh my gosh. I owe. Adebri, I believe yep. is how you Edibiri. say your name. I believe it's, I think uh, it's, a, if I'm wrong, Adebri. Yeah, but I'm not 100% sure, but there are. Uh, anyways, yeah, The Bear, your favorite show. The Bear. Um, yes, yeah, Chef. Blowing up right now. Yes, yeah, what bottoms, do we think of which uh, is getting a lot of buzz right now? Mm, got a good stuff going on. Totally. Her. Yeah. And she actually started as a comedian and doing like YouTube sketch stuff. So um, yeah. good for her. And uh, what do you what do you guys think of uh, April O'Neil? Oh, I like this April O'Neil, Colin. Yeah, go ahead. I like her a lot, Mike. I'll be honest with you. Um, before uh, this record, I threw on the Netflix Nickelodeon Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, having never seen that series before. Yeah. And again, I have to agree with you. This is another very Rise inspired. It felt like she's she's sort of got her look and mm-hmm. uh, kind of just wears the same sort of yellow jacket. I liked it. Yeah, she's there. She's their age, you know, now, which the Nickelodeon yes, the one teenager was the teenager school. Yeah. Right. We had a, it was like a Mary Jane kind of redhead looking, uh, uh, in the, in, in Nick, sorry, 2012. That was the first time she was like a teenager, Casey Jones. They were all young. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, this is very much like Rise and I, I like it, you know? Yeah. Of course, there was 
you know, the usual uh, dumbasses oh, who are like, oh, why'd you, oh, have to make, why'd you have to make April Neil Black? Who yeah. gives a shit, right? And in the I comics, mean, it's like, shit. It's, you can't really, it can be either way in the comics, kind of like. Yeah, and she's been black before and, in other yeah, media, yeah, I believe. Right? of times. Yeah. And Rise. So Yeah, so. People are idiots and they're going to make YouTube videos. So, of course, I think she's great, uh, she's really relatable. And when we learn her backstory, she, I think she's pretty funny and sympathetic, <laughs> you know. But yes, agreed. She's investigating Superfly, too, because she wants to get the scoop so that she can redeem herself, and, too. Right? Yes. yes. And it's interesting because yes. she wants to be a journalist, but she gets basically stage fright when she's on camera mm-hmm. and starts puking everywhere, basically. Yes, she she it's called Puke Girl. Puke Girl, yeah. right. Puke. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, she so, so gets her moped stolen mm-hmm. um, and and the guys have to go save it. And we get this great moment where they get to be vigilantes for the first time. And unlike Batman, where it's always going to be this sort of like hard worn, ooh, I'm testing myself, whatever. You kind of get four fun teenagers who realize very quickly like, oh, we're very good at this. We're actually going to like dominate these normal guys after a little bit of shenanigans to start. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I love that. I do enjoy that shenanigans. We see a little bit in the trailer. They throw a ninja star and it like gets stuck in his leg and yeah, things are kind of ah, going wrong at first. Donnie's <laughs> got such a high voice. It's great. I love this um, Donnie portrayal. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I thought this scene in the garage was great. The fight scene. It's interesting because you have to do convincing fight scenes where, you know, one of the character has swords. One of them has the sigh. These are like sharp things that would be cutting people and showing yes. a lot of blood and stuff. So to get around that, you kind of just have to fake it. And I think this movie does a decent job of like, yeah, they're fighting. They have their swords, but they don't really not like cutting people's arms off and stuff. Right. The thing Nickelodeon hates the most about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Jacob, since they've owned them, is that they have weapons. It's yeah. it's always. I mean, you're 100 percent right. I I don't agree with you as much. I think it's fine. We get some. We get like but, this well, fight where they, they use them. Though, I, but then the rest of the movie, they people. just literally don't use them at all. I know, yeah. but he has swords. It's just something where you just have to say, like, he has swords. I don't, yeah. I don't know. They have to be robots that they fight. I, I don't know. What well, that's what the TV show did. The Foot Clan yes. is all robots. You just make and, the foot. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Same as the Wolverine like, problem. Like he can't use his claws yeah. on anything because he would be I, it's, I know you got to get around it though. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the Leonardo paradox. Um, yes, <laughs> I mean, that, it is. They, I mean, they turn Michelangelo's nunchucks into a yo in the second season of the cartoon because they couldn't broadcast it in Europe with nunchucks, you know. Mm. They have a they have a weird yeah. nunchuck phobia in the UK. And they're called the Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles because they also have a ninja phobia in the UK. Oh, guys. Um, come on. So, when they're that saying can't. Teenage no, no, Mutant no. Hero, like that was a reference. Like they make a direct reference to the oh, wow. name change when they're trying to figure out what to call them. But, that just um, seems Asia-phobic to me. Yeah, come on, England. You have tiki masala as your national dish. How dare you? Right. Um, mm. But pizza is a national dish of these turtles, and uh, <laughs> they're kicking butt <laughs> in the garage. You know, but I do like at first yes. they drop their weapons because they're kind of more like they don't know what they're doing. So the first yeah. part of the fight, they're improvising and using the car door and this and that, and it's reminding me of stuff from Ninja Turtles two when they're fighting in the junkyard. There's little nods here and there to that, but it's also like a nod to like a Jackie Chan style improv fight, which I really appreciate. Like that's kind of his mo, and they have very yes. in them. Yeah, and when uh, Splinter does fight later in the movie, I felt like that was really a nod to Jackie Chan's fighting uh-huh. style too. And the office yeah, I love that stuff from Turtles to the movie, which if you've seen, you know, there's a big mm. office shared. Well, so it's a nod and- to those. 
this is a thing for later, I guess, but I'll just mm-hmm. bring it up now. Mike, has there ever been a Turtles media thing where you see Splinter hold all of their weapons? That is such cool imagery. My brother I pointed that out. I do not to me. believe that has ever happened. And man, was mm, I, I fucking out. love it, dude. That is <laughs> yeah. so cool. That is yeah, so cool. to it. That was amazing, though. Yeah. One of the best yeah, yeah. of the movie. But they get their first vigilante. They, they save the scooter. They're trying to hide behind Edge and Blocks. Kind of funny, you know. But uh, she discovers them. Kind of doesn't freak out, and they become they become you know friends more or less, and they're going to agree yeah. to look. You know, she takes them <laughs> to the high school and tells the backstory, and that's kind of where it really begins. Yeah, like, this is how we can help each other. She, uh, April O'Neil, we're going to get this a little bit later, but she starts to devise all the questions. I guess I, as a human being, would have interacted <laughs> yes, with yeah. people like, "What is yes. your lifespan?" Like, basically, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it goes pretty fast, but nipples? I'm pretty sure she has written down. Do you have nipples? Do you have genitals? I'm pretty sure he's on there as well. I don't. I don't know, dude. Right? Yeah, they have turtle genitals. Sneaky and funny. Yes. There's a lot of. I don't know. I don't know. I'll need to see it again because there are a lot of very funny uh, questions. Yes. Yeah. Are you all the same kind of turtle? Like stuff like that. Yes. Right. Yes. It's very good. That's what a journalist Um, would do, right? Yeah, and and I do like that. uh, They're like, "Hey, would you like? Are there other people like you that wouldn't be scared of it?" She's like, "No, I no, don't think absolutely not, not at all. (laughs) No one would. It's a very dangerous world. Yeah, (laughs) they would not accept you. No, it sucks. Yeah, they. She is quickly shutting down their dreams. Uh, Leo's uh, kind of falling in love with her, which I love. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Leo has a crush on her. Mm-hmm. They all kind of have different side plots of why, what they want to do in high school when they're accepted by normal people. Yes. Right? Mikey wants to join Mike, improv. Yeah. Mikey's is my favorite. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yes. Um, and. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And. Love it. <laughs> Raph is like wrestling. Um, they want to go to prom, like all this kind of stuff. Yeah. You know? But we do learn her yes. backstory because they're, they're kind of making, we get the Nardo. Like Mikey wants to sign up. says, oh, I need a last name. Shit. Do we have last names? We have a last name. We have last names. <laughs> Like no, so they just. Like, I, I thought Mike. they were just gonna say turtle. Yeah, <laughs> I thought they were gonna say rat or splinter or something. Like, yeah, yeah. Spl- or rat. Yeah, that would have been yeah. good. But um, yeah, he decides we'll break it up just to be probably Michael and then last name Angelo and then they're like oh Leo and Nardo and then they just get stuck. And I <laughs> Nardo. think that's so Nardo. Nardo. Like, no, it's so gonna be good. Leon Ardo. Leon's a cool name. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, yeah, they read on great. a locker. They got jokes. Almost, yeah. That's very teen feeling too. Sorry. Um, yes. But we Absolutely. do see on the locker who Poop Girl is and they're like, oh, that would be the worst thing ever. And then uh turns out that's April and her feelings are hurt. And then it's like, okay. She tells them her backstory, like Jacob said, she got nervous. Right. Did not puke She's a do the morning announcements. Yeah. Puke. Yes. A lot. <laughs> it's a long yes. scene. We're talking. We see the yes. whole fucking thing. I didn't like that. And her puke looked exactly like the ooze that turns you into a mutant. So, oh, I guess oh, wow. so. Yeah, <laughs> it's um, like glowing. They do cut green. away, but the sound effect persists. Like they're showing people shocked faces yeah. and reactions, but the sound effect just keeps going. Yeah. It's pretty. Uh, also, I like that this. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, good. No, no, please. I was going to jump. I was going to say, I like that this movie. You know, it's aimed for kids, and it has sort of mm-hmm. a juvenile. Uh, yes, you know, sense of humor, but I, I mean that in a good way, where it's like mm-hmm. showing like bodily fluids, because that's the kind of shit that you know kids would would laugh Find at. Funny, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I no, like absolutely. that. absolutely. And, and and yeah, you know, wanting to fit in. Yeah, go ahead, Colin. 
Well, to that point, Jacob, I'll just say I've seen a lot of people go like, oh, the plot of this movie is so simple. It's basically the first Brian Singer X-Men film, which I'm like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, it is about a guy who wants to turn everybody into mutants, I guess. <laughs> That's very simplistic. Right. But yeah. to me, the strength of what you're saying where, yes, it is juvenile, but again, we're talking about this sort of like for sweet kids. and innocent and for yeah. kids and like that feeling that it is actually made by kids. It does – this is the film it reminds me of. The guy who made the movie, Seth Rogen, produced and, and wrote a bit with Evan Goldberg. This feels like a super bad film. This feels like mm, these turtle characters wow. would be like characters in super bad or like yeah. any sort of fun high school comedy. It's made You're by right. and they advertise it as perpetual teenager Seth Rogen. Like that is the energy his work draws on. And he's kind absolutely. of the perfect guy to make turtles. No, absolutely. Definitely, yeah. And then including elements like, you know, she wasn't only on the announcements and this thing happened. Kids recorded it, retweeted it, yes. re-Xed it, uploaded it, remixed it. It was on TikTok because now with the digital era, you do something embarrassing and with right. you know online bullying and stuff. Like, damn, like you, it's permanent almost. Like, yeah, they remixed it, made TikTok very current. Just not something yeah. we can relate to because we didn't have TikTok. No, no so school. if you ever fell down in school and somebody filmed it, that'll follow you all like forever, right? That's yeah. The worst we had was flip phones, and someone could record like a 480p. Yeah, the most yeah, pixels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've never kept proven in a court of law that that was. What is this? You're, you're grinding on a skateboard? What is this? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm making a pottery in art class um, in that video. But uh, so I like that element. There's also the, the thing they all want to get video documentation of them doing a cool thing to yes. impress people. Yes. Like that's the main function of their motivation. And there'll be some lesson learning happening, but like. That's it. I, I, if I'm going to do something, it needs to be recorded so I can get affirmation from others is this kind of mindset, you know, that maybe a teenager would develop, you know? Yeah. yeah. And Jacob mentioned IO coming up in the YouTube world. You almost get the feeling that she's helping them make YouTube videos. Yeah. She's yeah. kind of filming them crack the case that she's, you know, journalistic, uh, investigating it and everything. So, you know, after we bond think, uh, in high school, it's time to track down yeah. Superfly, but go ahead. And her, her kind of uh, improv heavy kind of dialogue fits with the turtles as well. And I, I, I bet they recorded those gr- in group together as well. So yeah. um, I just think that element really makes this movie work for me. The, the as an energy. core four plus April is great uh, in this as, as our yeah. ensemble. <laughs> but of course, we also have the mutants, right? Which we're getting to. Yeah, let's meet them. Yeah, uh, so we, we find out Superfly's have. got a he's got a drop. So they get the drop on the droppies. They have a great scene where they have to beat up all the gangsters and talk to the gang leaders. And I like that side scrolling almost like a video game when they're cutting between turtles doing the same action to different very enemies. Cool yeah. shot. Have to say yes. very very love well that. done little action scene. Normal Ned music. or something. Yes. Normal yeah. Ned. Yeah. I love these Haircut characters. Steve, mustache guy. And yes, yeah. it pays off to we're all working for Superfly. Once he's done with you, he kills you. He's stealing components of mm-hmm. XYZ. Very nefarious. Yeah. Um, and now now we go out to this drop and, and the turtles go to meet him. And boy, are they surprised when it is, in fact, Baxter Stockman's fly still alive here uh, 15 years later as a sort of patriarchal, monstrous strongman to a group of mutants. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's got a whole crew. I uh, think they're going to get the drop crew. on a bunch of thugs and get it on video. Yes. We did it. And man, yeah, they're not. Yo, 
Norman Leary has a, a crew of turtles. Like he's calling out. He's like, that's great. He's got he turtles yeah, on the payroll. The diversity. Yeah. Turtles on the payroll. Then they meet and they're like, oh, you guys are like us. And uh, uh, Superfly is basically alley. like, oh, you, you guys are our cousins, basically. So, yeah, they all hang out. Little cuz. <laughs> yep. And uh, let's talk ooze. about the mutants. That's how they endear yeah. him, right? Like, well, I like that. That's cool. Yes, yeah. I like that. The The thing we saw in the trailer a lot, but they, they kind of changed the reference here. And I, I liked playing it against Ice Cube, who plays mm-hmm. Superfly. Uh, let's talk the mutants. I want to shout him out first. Yes. I think yeah. he just has such a cool yet menacing voice that it works really well for what they're doing with Superfly here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like Agreed. a cool guy that you would like he at first it comes off like man this guy's cool he knows his stuff you know I want to be hanging out with him he's got a crew but then he can also be very menacing. I think Superfly yes. is a, as a new monster, a new villain, a new mutant in the Turtles universe. I think he's I was going to ask enemy yeah. my ex, my turtle experts here because yes. basically you know I know Bebop, I know Rocksteady, I know Shredder I know mm-hmm. Krang, but that's about it when it comes to like villains and stuff like that in the TMNT world. So I was looking at all these new characters like I wonder which one of these, if any of these are new or if these are all references to like older characters. Colin, can you field this as far as much as you can? How many of these did you recognize? Pretty, pretty much everyone is a reference to uh, a character from the comic books. Baxter Stockman, of course, was like a super scientist in the world who... Doesn't I don't believe the title is Superfly. I just believe it's like the fly or something like that. Yeah. Mike, is that he, true? He's Stockman. He just keeps the name Stockman and he's a fly. Stockman, man. thank you. He's based he on He gets in a Jeff sort Goldblum. of accident. He does like yeah, yes, he does the fly. He gets in like a teleporter dimension thing with a fly at the same time sure. and becomes crossed mm-hmm. with a fly. Just like separate characters himself. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. But like, okay, let's talk about our mutant friends. Yeah, of course we got Bebop and Rocksteady. uh, Of course, of course. Uh, John Cena, Seth Rogen. Amazing. Mm -hmm. John Cena did the voice of Baron Drexel in the Rise series. So returning Mm -hmm. voice actor. I remember you shouting him out. That's Mm -hmm. right. Very cool. Barbie too, Uh, man. And then we have my favorite mutant, I think. I wonder if you guys will agree with me. Yeah, please. Mondo Gecko. Bro. Paul Rudd. (laughs) Oh, and Young introducing Paul Rudd as Bondo Gecko. Yes, yes. <laughs> introducing. Uh, I love now, Mondo Gecko. Is Mondo Gecko a character he from the past? Sure is. <laughs> I love that. You know Mondo. Mondo Gecko, uh, Jacob's favorite character, <laughs> like a lot of characters in TMNT, was just a, a, a little animal that was sort of also at the ooze watering hole. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. He's he's great. Obviously, Paul Rudd does like an incredible job here. His chemistry with Mikey is fucking hilarious, right? Yeah. Hey, I like your vibe, man. They're homies. Like, yeah. they tend yes. to be homies. So when I saw that they were on opposing, you know, supposedly opposing factions, I'm like, oh, man, no, we got to get Mondo Gecko. At no. Least on our side. Uh, this was okay. And I was wondering, yeah. Mondo Gecko, is, was he in the cartoon, the 90s cartoon? Yeah. Yeah. He was in the 90s okay. cartoon. He had a toy. I don't Absolutely. remember. Yep. Was a skateboarder. Yeah. No, I, I love that. I'm so happy. With the amount of Mondo Gecko we get in this movie. Um, yeah, but, but seeing the mutants... Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, well, just, just that the mutants, other than Superfly, 
are actually not villains really in this movie and actually just end up joining the turtles on the good side. And I've yeah. never seen Bebop and Rocksteady do that before in any other turtles media. And I don't no, think they no, ever no. have. Right. Yeah. No. And no. the shout out this rogues gallery, we got Leatherhead, which is like a known character, turtles in time. You know, it's been a thing. Mm. Wingnut. I don't have a ton of history with, but I know as, as a character, maybe just an action figure kind of thing. Uh, and Ray Filet, I did not know anything about. Ray that Filet. shout out to Post Malone. Uh, Ray Filet. <laughs> Genghis and Frog. Genghis Frog. Yep. Animal Burris. Yeah. Oh, and then we get, yeah, Wingnut is again, uh, what we do in the shadows. Uh, Natasha Dimitri. Yes. Yes. I didn't pronounce that right. But uh, she plays a I, bat. Right? Yeah. Makes sense. She's, oh, it's perfect. Very she funny. knows how to be a bat. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what I like about this movie is you get a lot of action from mutants that are normally sidelined a big issue we've always had yes. with like the first animated ninja turtles movie was like why do we have random villains we have such a cool rogues gallery let's do that or we never got right. up and rock study until like the second michael bay movie and it's like what is happening so to get this some of like the top names and they also have a lot to do they get a lot of characterization like this movie does the most with the rogues gallery of any turtles media so i really credit it with that um yeah yes. it makes sense that. with the the, the new backstory of this movie where they all just got turned into mutants and mm-hmm. uh, yes. you know they're kind of in the same boat as the turtles where they're trying to figure out how they fit into this human world where they're ostracized yes. as monsters and that's yeah. really Superfly's whole plan is that he wants to be accepted so in order to accept to be accepted he's just going to kill all humans and turn every animal on the planet into a mutant right correct because yes. what's the one thing people humans hate probably equally or if not more than rats it's a fly maybe right so one of the two most rejected animals to human society are kind of the uh head figureheads of the turtle side with splinter and superfly with the mutant side so they have sure, similar experiences sure. it's the way they respond to them that is what separates them and we'll get into that but yeah he wants to kill all humans he doesn't say this at first they get to hang out and what's kind of a throwback to ninja turtles one we have regular and menthol you kids want a cigarette like it's a cool hangout uh, video games you know like wow you guys got a cool space i want to be and that's how the foot clan would kind of trick kids in that movie but right um then the news breaks and the turtles are so down with it. Yeah, I would have joined. I would have joined. I would have joined one second. Arcade, skateboards, come on. <laughs> yeah, gambling, cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, karate. Sam teaching. Rockwell. As you want. I'm just yeah. there hanging out with Sam Rockwell. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and you get to you know learn martial arts. What more do you? What more do you need? Um, but yeah, we learn that he has a plan to kill all humans. April's kind of trailing them, documenting for the moment when they do foil his plan you know and so um he's like no let's go right now we'll fire up the machine let's kill all these humans you done eating pizza let's go roll with and then we get another kind of action scene of them trying to uh stop this from happening um and like well we you were saying about uh donna donnie his curse in life being well how can i you know have a good technique to use a stick you get this yeah. great moment where it's like well we would need something long and sort of just pointy to hold down the accelerator this car yeah goes, yeah wait i right. have something long and pointy you mean like a Jams stick? The stick down there yeah like a stick it is yeah. a great comedy beat and the, and then a great fight scene like you said yeah yeah and so now they're now at odds with superfly um we end up we end up at the facility where he has the machine at some point they get defeated and captured and taken over there i'm trying to remember how they get in there but um yeah well um well first of all we didn't even mention scumbucket 
Oh, God, Scumbucket. Oh, the, I don't know uh, if that's a cockroach, cockroach. one. That just yes. talks in cockroach language or I, something? I'm yeah. not positive that one either. <laughs> and then, of course, not credited to a voice actor. So I find Scumbucket very interesting. Yeah, because oh. it just makes like... Scumbucket as himself, himself, even though it seems <laughs> to be a woman because it does date... Yeah. Well, Splinter. yeah, Splinter is like, I'm I'm very attracted to Scumbucket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he says up earlier, his only ate. friend, yes, his only <laughs> friend in the world was a cockroach. That's true. That's true. And wow. And he ate him because he's a rat. The other most reviled... Him. Species by humans, cockroaches, right? Right. That's right. Fly and rat. So we're really making statements here. But we do get to a point where the Superfly is getting ready to turn on the machine and the the Ninja Turtles kind of make an appeal to reason or humanity, empathy. And they're like, look, we we don't want to kill all humans. You know, maybe some of them are cool. And then some of the other mutants, you know, Bebop, Rocksteady, Wingnut, they all start to be like, you know what? Yeah, we just kind of were chilling. I don't think I need to kill everybody on Earth, you know. And so they can't. Yeah, why are we doing this? Fly. Yeah. So basically, then, his henchmen, what you think yeah. are going to be henchmen to, to the main villain, are just like, actually, we don't want to do this evil plan. We just want to be friends with the turtles. And yes. I don't think I've ever seen a movie like do that before. Where no, and like Rock Bebop and Rocksteady, you're expecting them to be, you know, minions, right? And then they're like, yeah. no, we just want to chill. So I thought that they're was family. Super, super That's the the twist on the head, and what makes it so great that origin story you guys were talking about of tying it together with all of the mutants being created at once and making mm-hmm. Superfly this elder in the community. Yeah. yeah, and so sometimes if there's just a dominating personality type in a friend group, even like everybody does what he says, if someone just says, "Hey, man, right, I'm kind of not down with that," it might cause more well, he, to stand up for themselves too. He literally shouts out too i'm like your dad except i'm not a punk you know i go through with my plans i'm not like splinter so i'm not hiding so playing the, the two humans. up each other yes mm-hmm. yeah because exactly. splinter just wants to hide and just you know that's how he deals with it where superfly is like i'll just kill all humans and just take the world over for myself take what i want yeah um so we get a fight scene which i think is really good we're showing all of them yeah. trying to take down superfly or just distract him long enough to turn off the machine we're just trying to pull some switches unplug wires whatever we can do to shut this thing down and it's a cool back and forth of you know overpowering then you know i, I like this fight i think and it's cool to see all the different mutants you know Chipping yeah. in, wingnut flying people up high and Mondo Gecko, yep. Gecko. It really reminded me of the modern or the modern, the most recent Spider-Verse, you know, because all the different, you know, things right. in the kinetic. But, you know, again, it was cool. It was very cool. Yeah. And then I like what, especially when he goes, it's Mondin time. <laughs> and he, he Mondo's all over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he it. just kind of like rolls around. <laughs> we do, however, luckily destroy the machine. Gecko. Somehow, uh, we were able to pull enough wires to track him long enough that the machine is going to now fall into the water and it crushes Superfly, goes under the water, and in a Ninja Toodles 2 turn, uh-oh, hey, what happens when a gun that turns things into mutants goes off underwater? Turns uh, out all of the animals are the... now combined onto Superfly and we have a super duper fly, as it were, which is almost a super shredder Ninja Turtles 2 thing, but yes. up to 10,000. Yes. Cool so he's like a giant right? monster made up of animals that are all combined together. Yeah. Um, I was wondering yeah. why like horses were such a big part of him because I thought it was all underwater. Animals, well, he went to but... a zoo at one point too and puked oh. like April did. Oh, so I guess goo, that's right. <laughs> I yeah. didn't even think about that. He immediately Here's went to the zoo. <laughs> at first, he's like a whale he guy. Is... <laughs> yeah. Yes, he is so. A uh, nonplussed when, of course, the TCRI soldiers we should have mentioned in the first scene have these weapons that are like 
the ooze of fires or sort of mm-hmm. like the guns in the original super Mario movie that sort of like devolve you. Right. Yeah. Um, Raph gets one here. He fires a shot. Superfly does super whale fly or super duper fly. I believe he yeah. calls himself. Yeah. Uh, yes. Does not seem bothered at all that he loses one horse. <laughs> I would not yeah. feel good about any piece of me running no. away. After His whole leg is like made up of horses. Yes. He loses yes. one horse. Oh. From his leg. A giraffe is like wrapped <laughs> over his nose. Uh, like it's he's yeah. Yeah. A looking. squid it's is great. definitely one of his eyes, right? Or something. Yeah. Octopus is one of his eyes. It is yeah. like grotesque. Uh, to say the least, which is for this kids movie, I thought it really interesting. Everything's grotesque, but this thing well, is Aldrich. And and Mike, did you see the uh, reference later um, when one of the characters says, ooh, the original Akira uh, manga. I love this story. I mean, it seems so Akira, mm-hmm. doesn't it? This, this it sort is. of blob monster destroying a city. Tetsuo, right. And we get a couple references to anime. Uh, there's a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure sweatshirt. There's because- a... There's a and, lot of anime, and in this, the yes. solution yeah. to this problem is directly, directly, and the related, yeah, so. the Attack on Titan, where he's right. like, he sees Attack Paramount on Titan on, on a locker, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's well, like, but they literally guy. just say like, they say Attack on Titan. I mean, they say the name they like five it. times. It's incredible. Yeah. Now we get references to Star Trek. We get a literal live action yes. Chris Pine in this. Oh my but god, do they own Attack on Titan. Well, they they reference so weird. I mean, they name drop Batman. They na- they name drop Avengers Endgame and Mark Ruffalo. That's Do you true. remember that? You're scene? right. Yeah, it's so like, funny. Remember You're Avengers so right. Endgame? Master Improper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they're getting their asses kicked, I guess. Like before we do Attack on Titan, it's like looking yes. bad. The Stay Puft Marshmallow Man has taken over New York City, and we got to stop him. Funny. Four of us plus one. Um, so yeah, they're uh, well, they're, they're well, losing. No, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Um, I was just looking at on Wikipedia the plot because I was trying to remember, did we skip over when mm-hmm. they get captured by the the organization oh, right. and they get milked? Oh my gosh. Yeah, we have not moves. mentioned uh Cynthia Utram yet, uh, who is right. the head of TCRI. They are captured at one point, and yes, Jacob Splinter's <laughs> biggest fear occurs to his teenage being boys. milked by humans oh yeah oh, they're trying to steal milked. the device to get milked <laughs> superfly gets it back Mikey, and leaves them and the cops think of pizza pizza oh, has dairy in it dairy's milk <laughs> so basically they're attached to these torture machines that is like essentially stealing their blood right because it's yeah. like the the mutant ooze stuff um yes. and you know they want these this organization wants these powers and stuff. So this all happens before the big fight scene finale. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. And technically, we're 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 no, we need. We should mention that because this is important. Because yeah, they get. That's what I was missing is they get abandoned when Superfly gets his machine back on the road heist, and the cops pick them up. They think yes, uh, April ditches them. Yes, right. Yes. That's April goes Instead, to yeah, she goes and gets Daddy, yes. which I think is a great lesson. Hey, kids, if your kids are your friends are in trouble, find an adult. <laughs> find yeah. their parents you gotta go tell daddy you gotta yeah. find your parents tell yeah. one of their parents <laughs> we need help and Splinter shows up and what was one of the best scenes I was like so happy for this kicks and it a is bunch of Jackie Chan all the weapons yeah. but he, he said what is that machine and just says like mega when he points this out by <laughs> When when they are embarrassed Amazing. to say it, it is finally paid off that his fears have come to light it is comedy 
gold. Yeah. Well, the whole yeah. time they're like, they're going to milk us. And like everyone, they say that that's the fear. Like you don't even have nipples, you know? And it's like, <laughs> it, it's like keeps happening in the plot. Right. And lo and behold, they are getting milked. So Splinter saves them. And then they go. Then they to go and have Superfly. the first fight. Yeah. Correct. So sorry about the all mix that up in the order there. No, I was just trying to remember if I was like, wait, no, what me order too. I forgot about the, Yeah. It was just so good. Um, but then we get. Back to Kaiju Superfly, you know, they're they're kind of getting Incredible. owned. Also, like the mutants are trying to fight against him, but the news media is filming the spectacle now and saying, all, all of these yes. mutants are attacking New York. So all the citizens of New York are scared of mutants, even the turtles, even our friends, even the ones that are helping out. So April decides, I'm going to fix this. And she tries to hijack the news broadcast to get people on the right. side of the turtles. And, and uh, this- we all go ahead. Well, there's a there's a line that I really liked when when they're like the turtles are like wait they see us as villains and then I think I forget which one of them is like no even worse they see us as monsters and that's like their biggest fear yeah. is that humans see them as monsters and they don't want to be monsters so that's why they're heroes yeah. instead so yes. they can prove that they're not monsters and that's what brings me to this this turning point where we do figure out the attack on Titan of it all is Leonardo has this moment of leadership where even though everybody's scared of them and you know they're like look guys you know even though people are still going to think we're monsters and hate us we should probably still do the right thing because it's the right thing to do and then yes. he's having this moment. It's like, how are we going to win? And the other guys are asking. He's like, look, who, who, what is the thing you're best at, Michelangelo? Improvising. That's right. Donatello, who's read the most comics and giant monster stuff ever? You. What would you do? He's like, it's Attack on Titan. Raphael, you right, need to be yeah. go Channel loud that aggression. Never gone. Yeah. 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 Go loud. Yeah. yeah, yeah go the loud. Go loud, buddy. So he's leading the fuck out of it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Loud as you've ever gone. Yeah. And I love it. And they're like, well, I feel like a leader. And then oh, you ruined it. You know, and they're back to being brothers. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that speech where they're like, sometimes you just do the right thing because it's the right thing, not because you're personally going to gain yes. from it. That's a big lesson. Yes. Exactly. Um, and then there's 100%. also the scene where they get knocked down, right? And one human approaches them and helps them up. And it's, it's Splinter, the first nice human. Splinter breaks his leg. And a human yeah. is approaching him and he's so scared yes, for right, his yeah. life. Yeah. And then the human but, says, do you need help? And did you know, fun fact, that human was voiced by Kevin Eastman, co-creator of oh, the Ninja cool. Turtles. Oh, yeah, I, I love that. I didn't know that. That's we cool. also had, I think, what, Eastman High School and they were a hotel called The Laird that they were on top of mm. in this movie. So, there's references to the creators as they're frequent. Um, Casey Jones has an Eastman uh, hockey stick in some series instead of like oh. an East Wing. Anyway, was there uh, was there anything in the high school that was like Casey Jones was here was written anywhere? Mike, did we get any shout out to our boy? I, wonder I would wonder. That was a deep cut. Oh, there should might be, be a yeah. locker or something. I wonder. I wonder. Yeah, it has something yeah. on it. Interesting. But, he needs uh, to be in the next in the sequel. I think I would. Agree. Oh yeah, I would hope. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so we get April. She has to get on TV to turn the people on the side of our yes. friends. So she explains they're so helping like, us. These but she almost, are, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then the people of New York, it's very Spider-Man, right? Mm-hmm. Hey. Yes, with one of us, you mess with all of us. Well, I was New hoping York, you would baby. say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love absolutely. It. This is very Spider-Man of them. Um, I will go into detail with that more, but they have the plan now. We need to attack on Titan this thing. The blowhole is in the back of his neck where the Titan would have yes. a vulnerable spot. We'll throw one of the cartridges from those de-evolution guns in there. That should do the job. So, the trick is now, how do we get from the ground up there? All the New York cranes swing into action and Andrew Garfield uses the cranes to, you know. But um, 
we do get this scene where it's people of New York and the turtles and all the mutants working together and like Wingnut picking up a human. There's like tandem. Yeah. You know, and the scale yeah. when they get so close and then get knocked back, like you feel devastated, like how far away they are from the goal. I think the scale right. of this battle is really well done um, mm-hmm. for like a giant mutant thing. I don't know about you guys, but. Yeah, absolutely. I, I loved it. Yeah. The kaiju, the anime. I mean, uh, it's all there, dude. Right. And then they do the big cowabunga, you know? Oh, and also when they're getting crushed and their shells are cracking, I'm like, damn, dude, Ooh. this is dark. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, they Did really push, like push it pretty far into like, you know, damn, we've never seen the yeah. cracked shells in the children's stuff, you know? No. Yeah. you think that would be a serious injury, but I guess they just healed from that. guess they're all right. They might yeah. be paralyzed. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, and then we get that scene of Splinter where he's you know, has a good interaction with a human. So, he's like, maybe humans aren't all so bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they defeat Superfly. And then they um, they're accepted by the humans. So, they're able to go yes. to high school, right? Yeah. Which, which Hooray. Is all they wanted. We get a great epilogue. At and one all the point, mutants move in together, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was going to say at one point earlier at the uh, Chris Pine party, sort of restaurant mm-hmm. human day experience Splinter is preparing for them. He yeah. says... And I found your human clothes. I mean, it is sort of like a almost like a gay acceptance thing of like, you know, I found your dude magazines. I just want you to, I'm proud of you or whatever. But to yeah, see yeah. them like dad out at the end. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, to see them like out and proud at the end, like they are wearing those clothes. They're doing the prom thing that they talked about. And we get this series to show like all the things they went through, all the clubs they joined, all their little individual things. It's its a really great wrap-up. You feel very fulfilled by these characters. Yeah. yeah. They all kind of get what they wanted. Um, yeah. We've never seen that. We've never seen the Ninja Turtles no. get to go to high school. And I think it's just no, super that's great. that's so funny. Yeah, and they leave yeah. the masks at home, but they're still... You can tell who's who because they're so characterized. The mask. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's wonderful. And then Splinter's like, yeah, you could come home, just find a sewer. If you get scared, you can come back whenever you want. There's plenty of sewers around, you know. It's the dad. Uh, yeah, and he's now in love with, uh, <laughs> I don't know, Scumbucket. Scum Scumbucket. Scumbucket. Yeah. The thing alive. <laughs> happy family. But I loved getting to see them go I to think you're school. beautiful. Yep. Oh, man. And then he kisses her and it's <laughs> intentionally gross out. Right. Um, and yeah, and then we get, yeah. And then Leo asks April to prom, uh, because, you know, he had a crush on her since like he Mm -hmm. first met her and then, but then, you know, she's like, but, but just his friends. Right. Um, he's like, what? So they're kind of leaving it, you know, open for maybe later down Uh, down the line if they make more movies. Yeah. I have to go go on record as saying I'm never into the romance side of the Ninja Turtles with human characters. Maybe that's productive (laughs) of me. Maybe it's, I don't know. No. Whenever, whenever I allow it in um, Gargoyles, Mike, where I'm like, oh. okay, Goliath does end up with a human. Yeah, and yeah. like be- the beauty and the beast of it all, I am sort of like, it. I guess I have to give it the thumbs up. I guess yeah, interspecies, yeah, yeah go but for I mean, it. The- yeah, Donatello generally in the most, most iterations has a crush on April. Mm. Um, like in the- but what are the turtles oh, supposed to do? Would be like, my uh, you know, they're not going to meet Fuck each other. A yeah. girl turtle their age, right? They're well, they supposed to fuck each other. <laughs> Venus de Mello exists. They're cousins. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Um, they should um, intentionally be getting ooze and splashing it on girl animals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's the next that movie is, they 
speak creating women for themselves. <laughs> That's very teenage of them. It's yeah. weird no, science. It's, Do the weird science. Part. Right. No, it uh, is very weird science. <laughs> Maybe that would have uh, flying in the eighties. No, not for the kids we mm. leave. But uh it is nice to see them we're bringing it back to the uh the high school life that they never got to lead. And it, it makes me think um, you know, where they're gonna go uh after this and maybe that's where we can kind of dive into as we will go to uh, well yeah we get the uh wrap-ups in a bit the the splinter tease right at the end where the right mean lady is like called the splinter oh the shredder the the shredder sorry right right right. splinter the shredder tease at the end so that's our yeah because they're in high school and it's very public the turtles are at high school so utram is literally like i guess it's not going to be that hard to find these mutants i guess i can't kill these kids i'll I'll just hire (laughs) this guy but I know where they are, so we'll call this the Shredder. I wonder Which how I they're going to do that. I think, it, yeah, it makes sense to have the first movie, the villain is Superfly, someone that's not super familiar. But then if this one's successful, then they can tease Shredder for the next movie and bring yeah. in more, uh, you know, legacy characters from the Turtles franchise. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Potentially shifting loyalties could have Bebop and Rocksteady switch sides or, you know, you never know. And a, yeah. a little lore references. The Utroms are the race of aliens that are um, Krang from Dimension oh, Okay, They're all Krang or Utrom. And her little glasses are very similar to that body that Krang has. So, I suspect there's a little yes. brain lady inside of that lady control. I would lady. assume so. She's the okay. Krang. Yeah, yes, that makes a lot of sense. I was wondering why they never really did Krang in the movies because in the show in the 90s show like Krang I feel like there's a lot of Krang episodes he's Shredder like, Shredder's his yeah. underling he's always yeah. trying to open a Krang. portal to Dimension X yeah it's his thing <laughs> um, but in Rise of the TMNT movie it's the Krang it's three Utrams right. yeah. two brothers and a sister they're really it's, cool yeah so okay um, that's where I think the second one will go more traditional iconography with the Shredder uh, and again he's not really related to Splinter in any way that I can discern but maybe Maybe they'll have something. Um, well, yeah, we'll I owned a rat shredder. and I flushed him down a toilet. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I worked at a restaurant. Oh, I tried okay. to shred him. Yeah, I think yeah. in the next movie, you know, That's the Mike. turtles, <laughs> I think, will have some kind of dramatic um, falling out where they're all kind of going their separate way, different interests in high school. So they're not together a team as much and they have to learn how to be like, oh, we're still a team, blah, blah, blah. So I think that'll be... A, That'll be the second one's. Raph is the star of his uh, Pee Wee hockey team. They're called the Mighty Turtles, of course. Oh my god! Right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he's he's at odds his with the star player, you know Casey Jones, who thinks he's, he's there. You oh, go. One upping him. One upping him We're at every right turn. Movie, Raph right. doesn't like it. The, a Seth series Ripken of challenges calls? lead to them doing vigilante stuff. That would be <laughs> yes. so fucking good. Wow, I love that. Look at I that. Think, yeah, they it. all have different. <laughs> interest they're all with their different friend groups in high school like mikey's doing his yeah. improv and stuff mm-hmm. um you know Don- donatello's doing anime nerd stuff he meets the other anime yes. nerds in high school um yep. his voice has changed by this time i would imagine maybe oh, he's human like actors, the tallest all so. of a sudden oh what if that yeah. would be the tallest that'd be very one. funny anyways be seth rogan call us i mean not right now because we're not scabbing of course we're not gonna right. we're not cross the picket line but to write the turtles <laughs> but we I would right cross <laughs> one thing oh no uh, the turtles the, the turtles beat. would not want us to do that all right yeah 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 um but uh 
Yeah, I will see what they do. I, I wonder if they'll if they want to do dark, they could do another version of what goes around comes around, which is the first movie where we have a turtle get injured. And then it's kind of this, oh, no, what do we do? Like, that's that's mm. another thing that could happen. Uh, but lots of lore and whatever. But I like that we have a new universe that can kind of shake things up a little bit. I think that's um, yeah. we're in a good place, I think, for a sequel. So um, let's speculate on that right after this when we do final thoughts on you uh, mayhem right this. we're back here on numbers like us uh, everybody was kung fu fighting everybody was mm-hmm. doing ninjutsu because we're talking about the teenage mutant ninja turtles mutant mayhem i gotta say this film out of all the franchises lives up to that name they're teenagers a lot of mutants right Mm -hmm. there was some you know what i guess ninja the ninja part is the the one where they're the lightest yes which is an interesting angle yes but that's something for the sequel that they can yeah and they are turtles they're very much turtles Well, what's interesting is I don't think they ever say the words Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in that order. They do not. No. So that's interesting. They've never, they don't coin the name of the group yet. When she is reading off her list of, you're telling me you're some sort of turtles that interact with dudes, you're waiting for the very lazy, you're telling me you're some sort of, (laughs) let me see if I've got this correct here, (laughs) Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, and <laughs> right. it really never comes right. and I think that again kind of speaks to the quality of this film which is that it uh, zigs where it could have zagged it, it yeah, yeah, remains unexpected it doesn't go yeah, for the yeah. easy joke and I do like that they play up the teenage aspect of it more than yes. probably any other property before this yes. where they're literal teenagers voicing the characters yes. and they feel like teens and that's always something that like you know, in the show and stuff, they don't really feel like, like they feel like maybe they're in their twenties or something. They're like young, young dudes, but they don't really feel like real teenagers. That part of it, Jacob used to mean that the white 40 year old voice actors would be like, you mean surfer dude for all four of them. And they're like, yeah, teenage means surfer dude. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Radical. Radical. Oh my God. We accepted that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's (laughs) Um, right there, dude. And all of that was the cartoon. Because the comics yes. are dark. The comics are very, very yes. dark and serious. Yeah. Right. So, um, the whole surfer bro pizza, all that is kind of uh, from the 80s and it's that iteration. The cartoon and then the which the I prefer live action movies. Uh, yeah. Yes. Like the different colors. Yes. I mean, I think that's what the definitive vibe is. I think the comics now even do d- yeah. different color bandanas. So, it's snaking its own turtle. But um, I like that this movie takes the teenage mutant ninja turtles and turns them into the spider-man they always meant to are meant to be yeah like yeah. now they can have a complicated teen existence with their super ninja duties we can have those stories being told going forward it's about yeah. inclusivity very much like spider-verse is like i want to be a part of a group but the group leader is actually maybe a bad guy miguel mm. o'hara and so yeah. there's a lot of parallels with the story of spider-verse in this i don't know if you guys picked up true on that. I think the only the difference on really family. Yeah. 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 The only difference I think is that they don't have secret identities because you can't really they can't really hide their identities. Even if they have masks, they're still obviously giant turtle men. <laughs> um whereas, you know, obviously Spider Man his secret identity is always a big part of like, oh, should I tell Mary Jane? Should I tell 
this person, that person, like, I don't want anyone to know because, you know, they could be hurt and stuff. So I wonder if that'll be something in the sequel where, because they're so recognizable that like something will happen to their, you know, to Splinter or to their, their family. April. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of hostage situations, but I think that's, what's good about the message here is like, they don't need to figure out how to live while wearing a mask. They're trying to figure out how I can live as Mm. myself, even if, Everyone kind of knows that I'm different, but that's fine. And they actually think it's cool. Like, like it's yeah. okay to be yourself and people will accept you, especially if you do the right thing for the right reason, not to get famous. I think it's a great message. Too. Yeah. I think this movie has a great message for kids. Um, and I think it's, yeah, it's very well written if we're getting into final thoughts a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, I thought, I think it's very good. It's not quite as good as like Spider-Verse to me. Like I think the two Spider-Verse movies, I mean, I think those are two of the best animated movies I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And this movie I did like a lot. It is more geared towards kids or young adults. Um, Can can I ask you a question and interrupt real quick? Yeah. Did you like Mitchell's versus the machine? Did you watch that movie? I actually haven't seen that. I never saw that. But I just know the art style from that as well. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's the one I need to check out, I guess. Um, But I did like it as like a, you know, a kid oriented comedy. I appreciated. I did feel like maybe I was a little out of place in the theater watching it with a bunch of families. And then I'm sitting there (laughs) in his thirties. So it's not really geared towards me, but I did appreciate it. And there's a lot that, and of course I'm not a huge, you know, turtle super fan like you guys are. So I'm less connected to the source material, but I, I did appreciate it and I did enjoy it a lot. And I think the voice cast is great. The animation is great. The writing is great. So Really solid all around. Yeah, I agree. And, and I'll kind of segue through here. We know, some people know, uh, that the Turtles were, you know, in, basically they exist because of Daredevil. Because um, mm. he got splashed by some radioactive stuff and that's theoretically the same stuff that they get oozed in the comics. It's the oh. same thing that created Daredevil. Are they in the Marvel universe? No, it's just no, Eastman and Laird use that as like oh. a jumping off point. Interesting. Yeah, but okay. beyond that, just the idea that uh, the to parody them, which is the the whole yeah. concept. Yes, they would just not make exist a funny. It. Yeah, we're just going to make yes. a funny drawing of a turtle, and this is how they happened. But to bring it full circle, to make them more of a Spider-Man as they are, they were originally written as teen heroes, but it was always dark and gritty and violent. They were never doing teen stuff, even in the comics. So this is the first time we're ever getting it. And I just think that's a nice um, kind of full circle thing. Like they finally are becoming uh, aimed at and kind of portraying the demographic that they were always meant to. Even though we enjoyed yeah. them when we were kids. This is a, a great spot for the franchise or at least well, I think it, version. And it feels like a successor to the 90s properties of the, you know, the animated show and the movies because yes. those had a more comedic tone. And that's really where I, what I know Turtles from having yes. never really read the original comics and stuff. I know they were more serious and dark, but I just never knew that side of the Turtles other than that TMNT 2012 movie. I think that's like more se- mm-hmm. like the animated movie. The yeah. animated as well. Yes. Yeah. The theatrical release. Very yes. poor. Yeah. But yeah. But that was like um, a more serious take on them too, right? Mm-hmm. And the 2003 animated series or early 2000s where they have the white pupils, that's a little bit more serious, you know, but it's not like anything crazy dark. But yeah. But yeah. to me, the turtles are, they they do know ninja skills, but they also love pizza. They mm-hmm. love, you know, goofing around and uh, 
Yeah, they love saying cowabunga and stuff like that. Yeah. So. I I want Mike to finish up his thoughts. I have one quick question. Jacob, yeah. you said you did Power Rangers instead. Did mm. either of you guys fuck with any of the other knockoffs? Obviously, of course, the big one was Street Sharks. Street Sharks. Yeah. <laughs> I have a list. <laughs> oh, Not my, really. I don't remember much about Street Sharks. My other than Biker Mice from Mars. Oh, oh, yeah. from Mars. Tell me your list right now, dog. Gargoyles. Yeah, Cowboys even... of Moo Mesa. Space Apes. Mm. Uh, <laughs> gargoyles. Uh, the, the, the Biker Mice was a deep cut. I'm glad you had that. But Real Cowboys of Moo Mesa is probably one of the most obscure. But I've, I've never heard dinosaurs. That. I definitely did not mess with that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I do all of them. Uh, I was. This was... <laughs> It that's for me, amazing little genre and then i yeah. never Beetleboards, wanted to be a power rangers ripoff yes that was a power ranger ripoff we are guys i never wanted to yes but back to the teen like yeah. the street sharks of it all where it's like and sort of what felt like the vibe of tmnt i never wanted to be a teenager who through monstrous experimentation became an animal that would do like a sport or an activity no. <laughs> it always bugged me i wanted like, to I would human be... out with them <laughs> Yeah, yes. or I'd rather yes. be like a Spider-Man where he gets bit by a spider, he yes. gets the powers, but he gets to turn yes. into a giant spider. Please do not turn me into a spider. <laughs> I don't wish no. to be a turtle person. <laughs> no, yeah. please, Mitch please, McConnell's please. got please. that on lock. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, uh, it's great. It's my second favorite Ninja Turtles movie, I think, after the first, the original. And uh, nice. it, it has a lot of Easter eggs and references. We get the Go Ninja Go song briefly. Like, there's a lot of yes. love for oh, lifelong oh, turtle fans, right? Um, they need, a, like, a I, vanilla ice cameo in the next one or something. Yeah, I yeah. saw – I read an article, Jacob, that was like – and we didn't know if we were going to get that song in there. We didn't know if it was going to work. Here's the thing. What does it hurt? Like, I always like <laughs> – like, these things where they like, mm-hmm. we don't know if we want to do the Easter eggs. I'm always like, yeah. what does it hurt? Like, literally, just be clever about it. Spend one second on it and somebody will go, oh, right. uh, the, the Vanilla Ice song. I love it. Great. As long right. as it doesn't take, like, a million dollars to get the rights or something. No. Yeah. Yes, I guess the, that's true. The real the real one I wanted is a reference is Digital Underground, the song from the first movie where they didn't know the lore. And he's like, rap is the mm. leader. And it's like, he, he's not. Yes. Though. <laughs> like, I want, he's I want just saying whatever say he wants <laughs> right so give me Mike, a uh, next um, time. one last question for you is yes. there anything in the sequel in TMNT lore that you would want to see other than I guess Shredder or maybe Krang which sort of are the big ones which seem very hinted at yeah, yeah. I think we're definitely getting that I think um, Toka and Razor would be easy but they were made up for the second movie I would prefer to my have... favorite though right right but what's the um the the snapping turtle oh my gosh slash slash is like a villain oh, slash yeah turtle. yeah yeah we ne- we never get to sometimes see him prehistoric in yeah yeah so that would be neat sometimes otherwise i think that um what goes around story beats done a different way like in the comic book leonardo gets hurt april's house burns down and they have to go to the farmhouse that's kind of the main crux and you fight split a shredder on the rooftop like that's that's that arc and uh maybe something like that where because they're so exposed, injury, isolation, and then they have to hide in the countryside for a bit, train, like really that. become good at ninjas because we, we're not that good yet. And the threat's bigger and you know, something like that. Yeah. yeah. But that's it for me. I think this is a great start to a new universe. I hope it makes money. Uh, first, I hope they pay the writers and then they write a second one. Uh, I think it's good for kids. That'd be nice. And um, this is the Ninja Turtle headband on the video I'm showing. I've had this... Since I was a child, I've had this wow. Wow. my entire Oh, my career. God. That's Ninja amazing. Turtles. So, anyway. That's incredible. I'm a diehard. And I love this movie. Donnie Power, Dog. Great job. 
Absolutely. So that's. Well, I'm glad. It was really lovely. Yeah, I'm glad that yeah. real turtles fans like you guys. You know, I, again, I'm not as much of a turtles fan, but I appreciate them for what they are, and I'm glad that this this movie's doing it for you guys. I, I thought mm-hmm. it was great as well. So more Mondo Gecko. That's also my other note. Yeah, as much as you can get. Can't. Can't hurt. Or Paul Rudd. <laughs> Yeah. But Colin, you have any final thoughts or anything here? Yeah. You know, I, I kind of said, I'll just repeat it. Um, you know, you said token razor in those new line films, you would get the occasional, like the weird, we said like, now they're making like those is making this thing a threat for this movie. It just mm-hmm. makes so much more sense to tie all these critters to this big fun origin story in this first film. I thought this was a really well plotted movie. I liked yeah. uh, Superfly and the family dynamic of Splinter's teachings versus Superfly's teachings to these families of misfits. Um, sewer versus boat, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, uh, living and uh, learning sort of style. Uh, I, I just thought it was so clever. I said it, you know, the thing about Mario where it's like, you know, should these movies have like morals and like themes it's like yeah they probably should Mm -hmm. uh and that this one asks some interesting questions and then puts it on top of a very fun teenage um frenetic you know exciting experience is really cool and uh, i just could not have appreciated it more yeah I would like to mention the line that Splinter does say because, you know, Superfly calls him on. I'm, I'm like your dad, except he's I'm not a punk about it. And then Splinter hears this and starts to think, man, maybe I'm being too harsh. And he says, you know, Shit. I don't want to be like Superfly. I'm I, I get it. Guys. And I think that's really cool. How and and again, you know, I joked about it up top about like this being like a film about like kids having conservative values, but like literally Leo gives a speech about what humans are like. And he says, and I know that that's prejudice. Like I, I acknowledge that we have been taught a prejudice that like, Mm -hmm. we need to like, we need to stay away from humans. You know, like you can't read a book with a transgender in it. What are you talking about? You know, these, these hardline stance that your parents can sort of like pass on to you in bad faith. And I I just think what other media is doing that? I, it's just so interesting to me. Yeah. It, well, yeah, it all of kind of rebelling against it too. So I think yeah. it's cool. And it gets back to like yeah. all prejudice and all like hate and fear is all based on like fear of the the unknown, right? Fear of the other. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they don't understand don't challenge they don't me. know them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that they so they fear them and they and they stay away from them, but they just need to learn that all humans aren't bad. Some of us are good, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it's a great message for kids, great message for everybody. Yeah. Very cool. You know? doesn't matter if you're a turtle, a warthog, a rhinoceros, a cockroach, a bat, a human being. We can all get along, you know. That's and, right. You know, we're all valid and uh, I think that's great. Just do the right thing for the right reasons. At the end of the day, be a good person. That's all that yeah. it takes. Yeah. I like it. Splinter's going to start his splinter school for mutant animals. It's a splinter cell. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Splinter School. Wow, that's great. There is some X Men over Professor Splint too. Xavier. Yeah, there's oh, very what, similar that's what theme, I said, but they're people, both yeah. about mm-hmm. mutants, right? Absolutely. It's Have very you tried silly. not being a turtle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. It's very silly, guys. <laughs> it's very silly, and I enjoyed it much. A kids' movie, but as an adult who likes the turtles, thank you, uh, Seth Rogen. But I, yeah, yeah, it's better than the Super Mario Brothers movie for sure. I think, and it's it's up there. Like again, like I don't think it's as good as Spider Verse, just because I think mm-hmm. Spider Verse is so good, but it's it's really really solid, like a four four star movie for me for sure. Which is, if you know my scale, four four is good. 
Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. I, I agree. It's great. Not, not Spider-Verse, but damn good turtle movie. So, I'm happy with it. Yeah. Well, we want to hear your thoughts as well. Hit us up, of course, at numbers underscore like underscore us. Once again, I'm going to recommend you watch the YouTube video on this one. You've got to check out Mike's headband that just showed off to us. That was very cool. There it is again. Wow. Look at the turtles. (laughs) There they are, the dudes. Um, We had these bowls I would pretty much only eat popcorn and snacks out of at my grandma's that were two of the turtles. I don't know if you guys remember those bowls at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We had turtle cookie cutters and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Turtle playing cards. That was pretty much our primary if we were playing war wow. things or something. Heck yeah. We had some turtle cups and stuff. Nothing too exciting. Really? Yeah. Hey, that's hey, that's cool though. Hey. I had Power Ranger. Let us know. When I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. What had, kind of turtle you stuff? Had, did I have Power Ranger <laughs> sheets? You know what? I did want to say this is just a quick segue because mm. this was such a huge tour toy franchise uh again look at our youtube to see those cool toys behind mike that uh, joe uh gave to him um when you guys were talking the barbie episode sorry this is just because jacob just said power rangers yeah the sure. only dolls i ever had obviously i did not have like barbies or something barbies were like huge right and, mm-hmm. and like my dad had like yeah. gi joes that were like big gi joes back in the day but i i didn't have any right. of those the first power ranger toys jacob do you remember were like doll-sized Power Ranger toys. They were like mm. huge jointed monstrosities. They yes. were not small little action figures. No, I do remember those. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With like bendable arms. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I had dolls. They were Power Rangers. So there I love Power Rangers too. I do not have shit. There you go. Toys and veterans. Yeah. It's right in about these, you know. Um, I had, I just literally this weekend when we're on vacation, we went to this uh, retro toy store and I said to my brother, did we have those TMNT toys? They were these weird samurai versions. Cause again, Mike, like the mm-hmm. Batmans we've talked in the past, they merchandise these out to everything. Sports um, one, have you guys Wild ever West. seen the Star Trek ones? Where literally no. it's like Donnie is Dr. Bones Donnie and like yeah. what? Spock Raphael. <laughs> Jacob, Google yeah, these afterwards. Amazing. They're really yeah. cool. Yeah, yes. that's movie that's monsters. A, yeah. No, that's, that's incredible. Tie in from In the Darkness. I wish I would have I thought more about that. Right. I could have had plans. Need, uh, <laughs> and we saw Chris Pine. By the way, right. anytime they there's a couple times where they had so, live action in this movie that it was weird. Really? Ferris I did Bueller not like it. Yes. Watching Ferris Bueller was a little strange. Yeah, but they yes. had the cutouts of the Chris's, which was hilarious. But uh, they say Chris the Pine. meme. They say he's the best Chris, Chris Pine. Jackie Chan loves Chris Pine. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes, the best Chris. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna have to check those out. And uh, yeah, I think Please I do. I love the turtles now. I'm probably a bit huge turtles fan because of this movie. Excellent. Hey, watch the right guys converted me. The minute I got done, I googled every one of them and like read the the. I think it's like the Uza Wiki or whatever it is mm-hmm. of every character. Where I was like, yeah. tell me more about Ray Fillet. This is interesting. I don't know. Yeah. So that's it just something that sing. I have been into. It's a it's a good way to kill your time. Ray yeah. Fillet. <laughs> oh right, uh, sorry, I'm Ray. Hey, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe Usagi <laughs> Yo- Yojimbo will show up in the second movie. Yes, that would be a yes. Good, and we got one. some cool DLC coming up for the new video game that's going to be Usagi uh, Focus. So uh, there's great. just so much good TMNT stuff going on right now, Mike. It's the best. That's and great. honestly, it's it just there's so much. The new stuff is all good. Like if now we're into the Turtle Verse of it, watch Rise if you like 
new turtles. It's a different flavor, but it's like got that spirit. Yes. And yeah, I don't know. Get turtle yeah. power, man. Let's let's go. Turtle, turtle power. Cowabunga. Hell yeah. My boys. Uh, I think give we've all slice. been podcasters in the half shell. Mm-hmm. Turtle power. That's right. uh, we will Absolutely. give you a slice. Uh, like we said, his up on all our socials uh, really helps us out. Rate, review, subscribe. And we have been your host. This is, uh, I'll be like, Franklin. I'll now, be Michael Angelo. Mamma mia. <laughs> this is Jake Atello. Thanks, See you later. He's good with machines. He does machines. He does machines. He does machines. And you do hit my job is just machines. Just machines. Hi, Don. Hi, April. Hi, Don. Hi, Leo. Hi, April. Anyway, he's April O'Neill. He's just the turtles. Yes. His job is Mikey. What are you doing? My job is just pizza. Yeah. I just say pizza. <laughs> My job is fun. Cowabunga dudes. Cowabunga dudes. Cowabunga. Bye, normies. Bye. Bye. Sayonara. My name is Gandalf the Grey. And I'm imploring you to leave a like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Don't keep it secret. Don't keep it safe. Don't take me as a conjurer of cheap tricks. And we'll catch you on the next episode of Normies Like Us. Fly, you fools. I figured you were a Donatello guy. Well, yeah. um, Actually, I'll mention some more of that, but I am indeed. Uh, Purple's my favorite color. But I like making stuff. Donatello uses tech. Gadgets, yeah. He build stuff don't tell you no no no. but what what is it in the song is it build stuff oh no 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 no. sorry sorry um i need to run through it jesus christ don't tell uses tech leonardo he's your best friend's machines he does machines that's right that's what it is i knew it's something weird thank you you. (laughs) my job is just machine <laughs> yeah, he is. He's the can of. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Well, let's 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 do it.